we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Self-Discovery Media. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and you're listening to the Building Your Business channel today. And my guest is Stephen Longuera. How do we build our business? How do we actually create more sales? He says it's implementing the right tech solution for your business. He's speaking to the importance of having streamlined processes and systems to scale your business and how the right tech tools can help you get into productivity and profitability much faster. Uh, These are the benefits that are working with them to implement the right tech. You save time, you simplify your follow-up, you reduce stress, you close more sales, you make more money, eliminate the overwhelming of choosing the tech in setting up because they do it for you and customize training. So he is has a degree in computer engineering and been working in sales and marketing optimization for over 10 years. And he works with small businesses to help them find the leaks in the business process and plug it with the right technology solutions to help them be more effective and profitable. We are at the beginning of a new year And everybody is at that stage where it kind of like, all right, I'm going to do things differently in my business this year. I'm going to accomplish this or I'm going to do that. And then if they don't know the right way of doing it, either it never manifests or they do it wrong and put it off for another year. Welcome to the show, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, and Happy New Year to everybody. Yes, yes. Let's make 2023, you know, whatever gets thrown at us, let's just look at it as an opportunity in discovery and challenges because there's always a solution to a problem isn't there Stephen? absolutely absolutely so how did you come about with the solution that you have for people today was it something you stumbled on or a combination of things or where were you stuck that you realized well if this you know it was actually, me, it was actually yeah it was actually a series of progressions um when i moved here to canada uh, i was in a completely different business so i had to reinvent myself mm-hmm. Moving here, um, I, I, it took me a while to get my permanent residence, which is like the, like a green card in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't legally work. So I had to find work online. There was a, there was a website called Elance back in the day. Now it's called Upwork. They bought them out, and I was just looking through there, seeing what was you know what was most popular. And there was this uh, this tool called WordPress to create websites. So I kind of just put my head down, learned how to use WordPress and uh, started getting jobs doing building uh, websites, specifically membership sites, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, for online courses where you can, you know, get a user ID and password and be able to take courses, things like that. And then got a little bit again, then got into digital marketing automation. Uh, a few years ago, I joined a mastermind group here in Vancouver and uh, out of a conversation over dinner with our mastermind group. Um, they launched a, a course on how to sell high ticket items, you know, mm-hmm. like things, you know, courses, uh, coaching programs, anything above $5,000. Um, so I, you know, I, I was part of the launch. We were very successful. 
And of course I took the courses I was in and I was like, you know, you know, they say knowledge is power. Mm. That's not true. It's applied knowledge, right? Learn something, yes, yes. go use it. So I did. And I started working for this, uh, for a coach that was um, in the relationship space. And we were getting a lot of leads coming in, you know, 20 to 30 leads a week. And we were putting them on a spreadsheet and quickly realized that, that's, you know, when you're getting that much traffic, that much leads, a spreadsheet is just not good enough. Right. right? You got to find better tools. So I kind of put on my tech, my tech hat, went in and, and devised a system for myself just so I can keep track of the leads. And because uh, with a spreadsheet, I couldn't follow, you know, I really didn't have a way to follow up. Mm -hmm. uh, notes was very challenging. You know, so if I didn't call, if I didn't literally uh, enroll them into the program on the first call, the chances of them enrolling later was almost, almost zero. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, you know, when you're dealing with the same subject matter, you know, after 10 calls, they all sound, about, they all sound about the same, right? Yes, exactly. Especially in relationships, right? There's, there's communication, there's, you know, you know, finger pointing, you know, it's you, it's you. So um, after a while, all the conversations sound the same. So having a system to be able to keep track of the conversation, make notes, uh, and, and really follow up properly made a huge difference. So I put the system together for myself and within a couple of months, I tripled my sales and the admin time uh, that it took for me to just, you know, follow up and everything was reduced by 80%. Wow. That's quite significant. Yeah. Yeah. Very significant. I, you know, um, not everybody is kind of uh, management in the sense that they're orderly structured you know uh, mm -hmm. they know things need to go here and need to go there i work from chaos that's kind of where i'm at right like every time i kind of make order out of something it's chaos again very quickly and without me even knowing it and yeah. so having systems that are easy to use that kind of organize stuff for you you know also even a, an organized person is so busy organizing xyz that person's going to take the system to to have them come in and take their information yeah. for following up etc is tedious work because they rather just get on with it than having a program you know or, or having to do these spreadsheets or this or that that takes time so reducing 80 percent of your time in a business that means 80 percent can be spent on more clientele we're really yeah. achieving the yeah. kind of job that you want to have because we're not, even if you are, you know, very, very good at systems and things like that. But if you don't have the right one, exactly. you know, it's still going to be a headache. But especially for people who are very much the entrepreneurial mind, you know, the innovative mind, and they've got great programs, they're not always the ones that are good on the structure side of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's the key is, you know, the, the moment that, that you begin to structure yourself and, and really put processes and systems in place. And when I talk about systems, I'm not, I'm not talking about technology. I'm talking about just a standard way of doing things. Yeah. Right? This goes here, so, that goes there, that goes there. Simple. Yeah. And then think about this, like as human beings, we, we all have processes, mm -hmm. right? We all have systems. Um, in our personal life, we call them routines. Yeah, you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth, take a shower, or maybe you take a shower, brush your teeth, or you brush your teeth in the shower. <laughs> you have breakfast, right? So you have a, you have a certain thing, certain things that you do in the mornings, right? Routine. Or throughout your day, you call them routines. Mm -hmm. 
Now, when you start studying success, successful people uh, add intention to their routines, mm -hmm. right? They might meditate in the morning. They might uh, journal. Uh, they might plan their day the night before. They do certain things that help them be successful and less chaotic in life, in, mm -hmm. in, in their life, right? Well, business should be no different. Right. I mean, if you're in business, you have systems and you have processes and systems in place, but they're not, you haven't taken the time to actually put them down on paper. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not systematic, like step by step, what happens next, what happens next, what happens next. Um, and, and, in, and just, you know, in anything in life, if you don't know what to do next, uh, then you, you're bound, you're bound to make a mistake. You yeah. Know, take baseball, for instance, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know this, but baseball is a very mental game, mm -hmm. right? You know, when the ball, if, especially if you're infield, when the ball's coming to you, you got to know where that ball's going to go before you throw it. Yes. Right? And you got to be aware of what's happening. You know, who's on first, mm -hmm. you know, who's on second, right? You got to, you got to be aware of what's going on. And when the ball comes to me, is okay, where am I going to go next? If not, you're going to make an error. Right. It's gonna end up in the stands. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna do what's you know unforced errors, right? You might end up you know giving up a run where mm. it wouldn't. Uh, you know, I don't think it'll end up in the stands if you know if you're if you're an infielder. But um, you know, the the point is is that you got to know what you're gonna do next. You got to have a plan in mind or a process in mind in place to know exactly, you know, if a situation comes at you, right? In in baseball, it's the ball comes at you. You know, where am I going? Am I going mm -hmm. first? Am I stepping on third? Am I sending it to second? Right. Now, and, and many of your of your viewers might not be baseball fans, but, you know, trust me, it's a very mental game. And so is business and so is life. You know, if well, you life, life definitely is. I mean, you know, this is why I always say to people in business and this is, yeah, it's a business show, but, it, you know, whether you're in the business of self or actual in a business, you know, it's all the same thing. How you present yourself in your life should be how you present yourself in your business. That authenticity should be there. Okay, now you may wear a different hat when you're at home and relax, and maybe that's not the hat that you want to share with business people. But um, you wear different hats for different situations. But people want to know you're real. They want to know if they bump into you anywhere, it's not suddenly you. they don't recognize you or they're so highfalutin or they're falling to pieces and doing something stupid. You know, we are... We have to be consistent in our own lives in the way we present ourselves. So whether you are your own business or you have a business, is mm -hmm. the same formats and skills that are there and how you present yourself. Because really what it, what you're doing here is taking in data that makes it easier for someone to present themselves to you so that you can present their opportunities to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, not only that, but, you know, just, it's, it's really, it's being, it's about being efficient and, and, mm. and more and even increasing productivity. Because if you, you know, if you wake up in the middle of the night thinking, oh my gosh, I forgot to follow up with so-and-so. And then you don't have any, you don't, you don't have any way to store that information. If it's just a business card. Now you got to go, now you got to make a note or how, you know, what's going to happen. And then you stay up and you stay up all night. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you actually get up um, and you go find that business card. Now you spend 20 minutes trying to find that business card and you got to put it somewhere where you can remember to maybe tomorrow. If, you know, if things line up that you'll be able to get back to them. Right. 
So having all that information, you know, within a couple of clicks is so much easier. You know, like I said, with uh, the, the reason I tripled my sales and sales is really about relationships, mm-hmm. right? So if, if, if we have a, a follow-up call, you know, we had an initial call and, you know, we, you, you still needed some, some more information or there was certain to-dos that needed to happen. Maybe you needed to speak to a business partner or something like that. Um, in a week's time, it, I might, depending on how many calls I do a week, it's be hard for me to remember exactly what we spoke about. Yes, exactly. Right. Yes. Uh, especially if there was something important, like say, for example, you know, you were going to, your, your daughter was getting married uh, over the weekend or something like that. I mean, how, how crucial is it for you to remember that in the conversation? Hey, how was the wedding? Yeah. How was that birthday? How was that, that mm-hmm. event you were going to, you know, did it go well? Little things like that to build rapport, to build relationship. And again, so, having- so, so you're incorporating that in, in a way as notes on the person. So you know what to refer yeah. to or trigger your mind again back to the conversation. Well, yeah, because then, you know, if, uh, you know, I can, I mean, there's so many different ways you can do this, but you can have information on somebody right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So maybe they filled out an application. There's uh, certain things that you found out about them that I know that you know was a, a pain in their business, mm-hmm. right? And then you can address it. And, and like I said, if you don't have a lot of appointments and it's easy to remember, because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that, you know, a lot of people is like, well, I have a really good memory. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you do, but, you know, at some point you're going to forget or yeah. if you have enough, you know, too much information in your mind. I mean, that's just that causes a mental energy drain. Yeah. And you can download that energy, that data to a certain platform where now mm-hmm. you can clear your mind to receive something else instead of everything being so overloaded in there. And you're very weary you know, about it. I mean, yeah, there are those people that have incredible memories. But they're few and far between, you know, and there are also people who have incredible memories, but don't know what to do with the information. <laughs> yeah, for, for me, for me, I mean, um, I'll tell one on myself, I have a horrible memory. So, you know, I can't remember what I had for breakfast, let alone remember like what I had a conversation <laughs> with somebody, right? But I, I do take good notes and I make sure that the things that they made um, that, that were important to them that I, I know I note them down so for our next conversation I bring that up. You know? But that conversation that you're having with them, and this is something I think that is also so important. We see this on social media, we see it when it used to be the networking handing out people's cards. People were constantly on the pitching mode, pitching the business, pitching this, pitching that, instead of striking up conversations to hear how you can serve somebody with your services. Uh, I have been pitched I don't know how many times and sometimes I'm just can't be bothered to listen and I'll shut it down or I'll see how far they go until they actually notice I'm not paying attention and you'd be surprised they do the whole sales speech and then look at you and they realize you're in the twilight zone and it's like well why haven't I captured the attention because you didn't ask me any questions you didn't even ask if this is something I was at all interested in you didn't listen to what my needs were you just imposed the solution to something that is not relatable to me. So I think very important in anything in life is form a relationship because that's, again, what business is. Pay attention when you're doing that, the little notes. This is what they struggle with. They think this is the problem, but really that's the problem. And you wouldn't have found that out if you hadn't had the conversation with them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, just building the relationship and building rapport goes a long way. 
and these are tools that'll help you that'll help you do that right uh -huh. there's you know um you know not every problem can be solved via technology you know there's problems that are solved by maybe hiring bringing new people in um even just being clear on what your systems are yeah. what your what your processes are so that you don't have to think about you know you you go to a networking event and you you know you gather well i mean i think with covid things have changed but mm -hmm. you know you know before you used to gather business cards do you remember right? who's who no <laughs> no no But I mean, you can easily, you can easily, uh, you know, there, there's ways that you can scan those credit cards into a system and be able to, you know, just take a couple of notes on what's going on with with this person and why, why it, there's a good, there, there's a good fit, right? Because, you know, you got to strike while the iron is hot. When you're speaking with somebody, yeah. you're going to hear certain things like, oh, I could help this person with this and that. If you can just reiterate that in the conversation, hey, you, you said you had this challenge. I'd like to talk to you, see how. You know, maybe I can help you with that or give you some recommendations on that. Right. You know, there's a certain amount of due diligence that has to happen in anything. You know, when I'm interviewing, I want to see the person's site. You yeah. know, is the site representing who they say they are? Because very often they get people to do it for them. And there's such a, you know, incongruence there between the person and the site. It just, there's no flavor of them at all. So, you know, I also go to the social medias and see how they're interacting with others. Are they interacting or are they just posting? Because if it's just posting and the site is all about me, bestseller, this, that, et cetera, I know you're a me, me, me person and you're not really here to serve us as a collective. And so I think also when you get this information is do your due diligence on, you know, that is this a right fit for you even to go any further uh, mm -hmm. with the next conversation? Because not not you know, there's not a one-size-fits-all. There's always going to be different people that you can serve and not serve. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a big one because, I mean, not every person that comes across your desk is going to be the right fit for you. And I don't know about you, but, you know, I, I've been in situations where, man, I, I really need the money for And then somebody comes along and I say yes. Mm-hmm. And I regret every single Yeah, <laughs> it costs you more in the end. It, 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 yeah. it, it, it costs you way, way more. I mean, yeah. I, I had, had this just happen to me a couple of weeks ago. You know, I was I was actually doing a favor for a friend. Um, it was a friend of a friend, and then it just it just got like really complicated. And I'm like, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, no, I, I, yeah, this is, this is not in. It's it's not going to serve you. Yeah because it's not serving me and and it's not it's not being it sounds like i don't want to i don't want it to sound self-serving no but it, how can you give yeah. the best of you if you can't connect exactly. with the person that's the point you know yeah. when you have connected with someone you build up a foundational relationship you know yeah. that there's something in that person that oh no they, they will absorb this because they're that type of person or we yeah. get on so well on this particular vibrational level i know we can connect from there mm -hmm. but you know just doing it for someone that's a friend of a friend or even just a friend sometimes you know them in a different way but when it comes to business it could be totally different and they just argue with you the whole time <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's not worth it because even if you've got good money the strain and the stress of it all it just is is just costs more in in the long and, it, and, it, and it causes a disconnect they feel it oh, you feel yeah. it and then at the end of the day um you know you feel that you you're overworked the other person feels that they didn't get the most of you because they mm -hmm. didn't 
right? Yeah. So, so, you know, energetically, we feel each other. Well, you know, when you've got, you know, I mean, I've again back to my work as interviewing, um, I've looked at sites and this and that. And sometimes I have the opportunity to meet people before I interview them, you know, and we can feel, are we getting each other? Because if we don't get each other, we're going to just be pulling teeth all along the line. And people are going to feel that, right? But that doesn't mean you always have to agree or, or that, you know, that uh, it's whatever they're selling is not for you. But at mm -hmm. the same time, it could be, you know, this is not fit for me, but I know so-and-so that this is something they need. So don't close the door on someone because maybe it's not the right time or the right fit for you, but you know somebody who it is for because that reference is a huge part of business, isn't it? A big one you just said, and this is where a lot of sales fall, is when it's not the right time. You know, so many people... Um, they're 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 interested mm. they're not ready a whole lot of stuff is going on in their lives you know and it's you know that your system will probably make them it easier but they've got to go through their own programming to get to a point you and know it looks like it will help me get through this and then they have to come to their own conclusion i need it but you can't force the need on them well and, and but that's the thing is that you know six months later when they're ready Mm. They're going to go with whoever's in front of them. Yeah. The question is, is that you? Right. 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 So, you know, having, again, systems and processes to ensure that you follow up. Yes. Um, you know, there was one client I followed up with for three years. Mm. Um, he was, it was a dentist and he was, he wanted to get into uh, coaching dentists, how to build their practices. So he wanted to become more of a business coach or dentist. And it took him three years to get his to get his practice sold. Mm -hmm. yes. He wanted to get a, he wanted to get out of practicing dentistry. He wanted to get into helping other dentists build their practices. Hmm. Three years later, because I kept in touch, and again, it doesn't take a because if you have the right systems and the right technology in place, it doesn't take a lot to follow up. It's really very simple. Uh, you don't even have to remember it because the system reminds you of it. So there's there's the mental energy, trying to remember things. Right. It triggers you, follow up with so-and-so. But here's the big question I want to ask. I yeah. get bombarded all the time with people mm. pitching, oh, did you get my last email? Da, 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 da. And it's like, you know, you feel just delete, delete, because it's just too much. How do you follow up with someone without becoming a pest? Um, you know, a lot of it had to do with what was the interest, what was the interest of the client? You know, what, what did they say? What was the last thing that you talked about in the conversation? And they said, yes, I'm interested, but, you know, like during the holidays, especially, right. You know, family, friends and, and things like that, things, you know, things kind of fall through the cracks and now getting back to, um, you know, the new year and all of a sudden, you didn't work for three weeks. All of a sudden, everything falls on your plate. Yeah. You think right. everybody shuts down over Christmas and there'll be nothing. Instead, you come back to the pile. <laughs> well, because you maybe shut down for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden, now there's all these emails in your inbox and all yeah. this stuff. You know, it's, you know, just, you know, sending a quick email to check in. It's okay. Maybe followed by a text. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a tough question because as a as somebody who's in sales mm. it's your job to follow up yes 
but again i think there's ways of doing it you know and of course it could be time consuming but i think if you get the nudge nudge time to follow up with some so uh and maybe an email isn't the way to do it because last time they got, took so long to get back to you that maybe they aren't email savvy you know don't aren't not on their emails every day what what platform are they on that you see them regularly and comment interact with them on the social medias because it's all about building a relationship but that relationship doesn't come up unless you're engaged so if you know if you feel that um you know, maybe they've said it in a conversation. I get so many emails. And so you send in another email, it's just, oh, God, another email. But, you know, they're on social media. They've posted something, form a conversation with them, make a comment, and let them consistently see that you are really interested in them. Mm-hmm. And then when they are ready, then the, then they go, you know, I'm ready to have that chat now. But yeah. we're well, just, you know, send them, there, just send, we? them, send them, you know, sometimes just send them an email saying, hey, just in calm, check in. How are you doing? I know that you were going through this. Or like mm-hmm. I have this one one client that uh, she kept on postponing and uh, she now she has, she has, it turns out she has some health issues. Mm-hmm. So I just check in with her. Hey, how are you feeling? How's it going? You know, things like that. I don't mention, hey, let's get together and talk. Right. Just just build a relationship. That, that, that's, that's the main thing. Yeah. There are trillions of people out there selling probably the same thing you are. Why is yours different? Number one, does the client feel there's a connection with you? Right. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Do you, do you, are you on the same wavelength, same vibe? Right. And you feel, oh, this person's really interested in me. They really do want to help me. And, mm-hmm. you know, and because when you are doing business with someone, what's the one thing that you look for? I want to be able to trust this person. But you, you got you, but you got to You got to see top of mind. I'll give you an example where there really wasn't any more interaction. There wasn't any opportunities to interact with this person anymore. So a few years ago, I was playing a softball team. And one of the, it was a co-ed softball, just beer league, nothing, nothing, nothing to be competitive. But, you know, one of the girls in the team, she's like, hey, uh, who does your insurance? And uh, I live in, I live in, in, in Vancouver, British Columbia, in Canada. And here, there's only one insurance company. So you're not going to get a better rate with the agent that you go with. Like, Are you, you know, talking about like car insurance? Yeah, car insurance. Yes, car insurance, yes, right? yes. So, well, yeah, there, there's, I mean, the, the quote's going to be the same from no matter who you go to, right? So now it becomes a matter of service and relationship. Yes. Right? Or convenience. Like for me, it was very convenient to walk three blocks to the insurance agency down the street from me and just renew my insurance. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so this was in April. And I said, I said, uh, she's like, who does your insurance? I'll come to your house. I'll bring you all the paperwork. And I was like, great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, call me in October. Uh, the softball season ended. Um, you know, we didn't really, we were, we weren't like a all buddies or anything. Yeah. Like that was the softball team I played for. I never heard from her, and there was a hundred percent guaranteed she was going to yes. get my. Yes. Well, and and but you know, there again, when you're following up with someone, you know, um, you do it kind of at the end of September. I don't know when you were in that time, but at least two weeks beforehand, and say, I know your insurance is coming up. Um, would you yeah. still like me to come to you? But you know what you do when you when you know you've got to do a follow up. That's where you need the system yeah, to write exactly. it. Fan. And you, I'm sure with your system you can automate it. 
Can you automate it that it yeah yeah you, you? Can, yeah it'll, yeah you can set it to where and and this is just about every CRM system or count even I mean this can even be done, this can even be done in Google Calendar right right so you know depending on where you're at and where your business you know at some point a spreadsheet might be good enough mm-hmm. right at some point like I said with you know with the customer I was with uh, the person I was selling for a spreadsheet just it was not good enough right you know it had, it had outlived its purpose mm-hmm. I needed I'm- something beyond. I really like things automated because I do have a lot on my plate. You know, I do any time from four to eight shows a week, and that's a lot of clicking that I'm doing and preparing for. And yeah. so, you know, things that remind me or that I can remind people with, you know, I think is setting your own reminder, get in touch with so-and-so about this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that it automatically reminds you so that you can reach out, you know, God sent. Because I do know that sometimes I miss things through the cracks. If I don't put it in my Google to mm-hmm. remind me, um, I'm going to, you know, I, I I completely forget. The other thing is putting it in Google with notes underneath as to who are you, you know, don't, don't just put person's name in at such and such. Okay, well, where did I know them? Where did I meet them? What do they want? That's where I like to put in maybe their email and their website. And that gives me a jog of memory. So we yeah. we need that in, in today's world because quite honestly we've taken on so much technology was meant to make things easier for us instead it's made it work harder in many many ways until well, you depends. come systems that yeah. then can work exactly. for you exactly exactly and you know and if you and if you're not a technical person you know you can bring someone in to help you set that up and 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 with with all my clients even before we talk about technology um, I we we always talk about what's your what's your process, mm. you know what you know what's the system that you know you're looking. Let's look at your your whole entire business. Let's, let's look at your marketing process. Let's look at your sales process. Let's let's look at your onboarding process. Right when a customer says yes, there there's certain things need to happen for in order for you guys to start working together. Yeah. Right. Contracts, access to online courses, worksheets. Uh, uh, payments, down payments, right? Deposits, things like that. So there's things that need to happen in order for you to start their own. That's one of the things that drives me the nuts and most is sometimes mm-hmm. I'll say yes to somebody and then all of a sudden I get 10 emails. And now I got to go figure out, you know, where is this and where's that? And hey, I sent you this. And it's like, okay, where is it? Right. I get that from um, publicists. Instead of following the same thread. Right. They send you yeah. different ones all the time, and sometimes cryptic. And again, but who's this relating to? You know, I just sent an email or something, and then send you one back from something else. <laughs> and this is where, as a business owner, you don't really understand your customers' needs, mm-hmm. and you're not, you're really just kind of not being mindful, you're right, of what their needs are. So, for example, um, you know, if you ask me to sign something, now I have to go in, and my, as a matter of fact, my printer just ran out of time. <laughs> Uh-huh. right so now my printer won't print now i gotta go buy toner what if you send me something hey i need you to sign this and get it back to me so in order for me to do that i have to either figure out a way to somehow sign it online maybe bring it into a editing software and then put mm-hmm. a signature right i mean there's there's ways to do that or or maybe i have to print it sign it scan it email it to you the, you're putting a burden on me as your customer yeah. Right. Yeah. Where, you know, you can have, you know, now e-signing software, which is really simple. You send me the software. It goes click here, click here, initial here, 
sign here. Now it's a it's a legally binding contract. Right. Now, you know, the law does recognize e-signatures mm -hmm. as, as 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 valid, right? Um, instead of sending 10 emails, can you send one concise email? Can you send them to a landing page that has to one URL that has everything? Here's step one, do this, step yes. two, do this. There's so many ways that you can do that that will just make it so much easier for your customer to start working with you. Well, easy for you to work with your customer. Yeah. You know, but, you know I mean, I've tried numerous systems in the past and it's a, you know, and I find myself, because some of them are electronic, you know, like Calendly, I know people swear by it. But every single time I've tried to use it, it never connects to my Gmail. And so that's, you know, in an overlaps all the time. And, you know, I've contacted them. Well, it should be working and it isn't. So, you know, it's like a, a great technology, one that you know you can rely on because, quite honestly, it's your assistant. And what is yeah. your assistant there to do? It's to take the burden off you for you to go and do what you do best but the assistant manages everything for you. So what you're doing, you're creating you know, an assistance yeah. there. Exactly. And, it's, and it's never perfect. Like there, you know, right. there's days that my technology doesn't work and, you know, I just have to deal with it and figure out, okay, what went wrong. But also nowadays it's, it's all about, um, I'm not a big proponent of all in one systems, mm -hmm. you know, you get sold on all oh, the system will do this and this and that and the other, because sometimes it might become too cumbersome or maybe too complicated. Yes. Uh, but you can have since you can have, uh, two platforms integrated with each other. So mm -hmm. for example, you use Calendly, I use Acuity Scheduling. Mm -hmm. You do the same thing, right? Um, basically when somebody goes into, uh, uh, signs up for a discovery <laughs> session with me, right? I have a form they fill out, I have a few questions because I want to know a little bit about you beforehand. Right. right? So I have, I have a little bit of a pre-screening process, pre-qualification process. Uh, and then based on that, I'll either accept the, the meeting or say, you know, maybe there's not a fit. Here's someone else that I think mm -hmm. you should talk to, right? Um, and all that information gets automatically put into my CRM. You know, sometimes what happens is people get their Calendly, then they get their information. And let's say you're using Espresso now, you got to cut and paste and do all that. Yeah. You can, you can actually integrate your Calendly with your Google Sheets. Mm -hmm. you can have that information automatically go into your Google sheet. And at least you have some information. You want something a little bit better. The next step up is a CRM. And again, it's like, where are you at right now? And how do we help you with where you're at right now and help you go into growing to something else? Right. Down the, down the road. Explain what a CRM is. Okay. So a CRM is a customer relationship management system. Mm -hmm. And what that does, it allows you to keep track of your customer's contact information, right? Uh, allows you to put notes in there, allows you to keep forms, like say you have a questionnaire, things like that. It allows you to keep track of your your your, your measurables, right? Um, how many calls are coming in? How many of those calls are you closing, right? Um, some CRMs are able to keep track of your marketing statistics, um, they're able to uh, give you reminders, which is a big one, right? You can set, you can even set automations where, um, you know, if somebody books a call with you, the system will automatically send them another email saying, hey, thank you for contacting me, right? A big one for me is a no-show. Mm. 
Like yeah. people, people sometimes don't show up, they forget. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I just, with a click of a button, the system automatically sends them an email, say, Hey, you know, Sarah, sorry, we, you know, we, we couldn't, we couldn't meet. I know life happens, you know, something very nice and say, you know, let, let's reschedule. And here's a link to my calendar. Let's go ahead and reschedule. Right. So it's not about automation. When, when people ask me about automation, well, I don't want, I don't want things on autopilot. Mm -hmm. No, it's about how do you leverage technology to save five minutes here, 10 minutes there. Yes. And right? organize. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, really, you're, you're, you know, again, the assistant, what does an assistant do? You know, they're the organization, mm -hmm. they're the filers, you know, they're the receptionist, you know, they're there to, to remind you on things when you've forgotten, you know, appointment mm -hmm. makers. I mean, you know, it used to be all on one person. And now you're looking that you've plugged in this system, that system and this system and created mm -hmm. a system that replaces the assistant. But sorry, exactly. assistants out there. <laughs> Which, um, I mean, yeah, that this, but you say there's plenty of technology out there that does that. But if you're not tech savvy, I mean, I have tried so many different things to see if it will work for me. And it's a, uh, it was too complicated. I can interview anybody from anywhere around the world. You know, no mm -hmm. problem whatsoever. I can put up the shows. I can do all of that technology. But when it comes to setting systems up, I, I just look at it. Suddenly it turns into gobbledygooks. I can't understand anything it's asking me because it's speaking in a language most of the time that only tech people understand. And I'm also yeah. partly dyslectic too. So, you know, I'm wanting to reverse it. And I lose interest because it's not making it easy for me. And if it's not making it easy for me, then I'm not going to be able to use it. So mm -hmm. you need simplification. Yeah. And, and really the simplification comes from hiring someone who understands all that to help mm -hmm. you, to help them set it up for you. And then, uh, and then train you on how to use your specific system. So w with your system, people can buy uh, or do they sign up as uh, just members is it monthly yearly or do they actually buy the system and then you can help customize it to what their need is or if they want to then go a bit more advanced help them on that yeah yeah so so to be clear i don't i don't have a specific system that i don't own a software company or i don't have a specific software that i, that I sell uh basically what i look for is i look for the right tools for the right for the right fit mm -hmm. right so depending on what a customer, what a, what a customer's needs are, looking at their okay when they're looking at their sales process, right? When your process, when your sales process is working, when it's really optimized, right? You're closing more sales. Yeah. You're uh, you're saving a ton of time. Um, you're organized. You're a lot more productive, right? And and you say you tend to save a lot of mental energy. Right. So the reminders, the certain emails that you send out, like if there's a, a theme to an email that I send out consistently, right? So for me, it's one of them is a no-show, which I don't get a lot, but I still do every so often, right? People forget. Well, yeah, people forget. Up. Things happen, right? Yeah. Literally, I, I literally click, I, I, through the click of a mouse, I do boom, boom. And they automatically get a temp, a, a form email, a templated email, a very nice templated email to reschedule. Mm -hmm. um, if if somebody says, "Well, yeah, you know," I tend to send a send a summary of our conversation sometimes. Mm -hmm. Or the customer says, "Well, send me some more information." 
80% of that email is exactly the same email every single time. Mm-hmm. The other 20% is what was specific to our conversation, to your needs, mm-hmm. right? So if I can have the 80% of the email already written out. Yes. Yeah. The foundation basics. Be, yeah. yeah, the foundation basics. And this could be, I mean, this could take a normal person, maybe an hour to write, right? To kind of summarize what we talked about and all that. It takes me five minutes to do that because I, I mean, I already have uh, everything. In, and again, I don't have to get the, the email address, cut and paste it. Everything happens within the same system. Right. So when they filled out the form with their initial contact information, I don't have to take that and type it into somewhere. This is where a lot of time is wasted when yeah. they have different systems for different things. So now they get the email out. They have to go and cut you know, cut and paste the email address into a different program and things like that. That's where it's time to swim. This is where technology is there not to automate things to do things in autopilot. Mm-hmm. Some, some things can be done in autopilot, but what is it the things you need that what can be done in autopilot so you don't use that personal, that you don't lose that personal contact? It, it's, a, it's an assistance. It, uh-huh. it, it does all the, the legwork, so to speak, so that you can add the nectar to it. Yeah. Right, the Here's the thing. I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday also. Let's say you do hire an assistant. And this is where a lot of first-time business owners or small business owners that don't have, and this happened to me when I when I had my first employee, um, is you expect them to do everything. Mm-hmm. But you don't really know exactly what they're supposed to do. <laughs> right, <That's>, exactly. <laughs> they're supposed to come over and save you. Yes, but you've not had, they've not taken the life support <laughs> training yet. You haven't given them the process of the systems right. to give help them be successful. Right. Right. So you can think of technology as just adding another employee that can do things for you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you, what did they say? What's this, the phraseology? You don't, you, don't want to work in your business you want to work on your business yeah i mean that, that that's a goal eventually as a, as, a, as a small business owner the goal is for you to not have to work you know 80 hours a week and, and mm-hmm. do everything yourself and um you know at some point you got to bring in you got to bring in team yeah um so my experience of my before before i was in this space i was in the real estate space right i had a i had a real estate investment company and uh, I hired my first assistant, and within t- three weeks, she quit on me. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, you know, I gave you the salary you wanted. Why are you doing this? She's like, Stephen, you, you're you're a very nice guy, and I love your motivation. But number one, you're completely disorganized. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm trying to organize you. You're not letting me. Right. Right. Um, and, and, and three, this, this, to me, this is just, this is just too stressful. Thank you very much. I wish you luck. And I was like, Oh, and it took me a while uh-huh. to figure out why she did that. Yeah. Right. And it how wasn't, can she assist her. you if you don't know yourself and how she can assist you. You're then yeah. throwing something at her. And if you do throw something at her and she's saying, well, I've done this. And you come back, no, no, I don't want it that way. Well, you didn't articulate that in the first place. So, yeah, yeah. 
So, so when you talk about, you know, being, you know, sometimes bringing a new piece of technology in and trying to figure out how to use it and set it up and all that stuff, are you clear, first of all, as to why you need that technology? What, what's it uh, for? Is it the right technology for what, you've, what you're needing, right? Yeah, but if you don't know, it, it's kind of like, I give an example of you've saved all this money and you bought your dream lot. Let's say on a beach or, you know, top of a mountain overlooking the valley, whatever that view is for you, you buy your dream lot to build your dream house. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you decide to call the contractor first. Right. And you call Mr. Contractor, can you build me a house? He's going to be sure. Um, where's the blueprint? Hello. <laughs> right. So how is he going to go into it? your mind and just know what it is you yeah, want? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, he, he, I'm sure he can build me something. Yes. But it's probably not going to look anywhere near like what I had envisioned in my mind. Exactly. So who do I hire first? I hire the architect. Because the architect is the one that's going to go into, into my mind and help me draw out what that, what that dream home is going to look like. How many bedrooms? How many baths? Right? Uh, the, the layout, the square footage, everything. And he, that's his job. His job is to, to draw that out for me. So that now together we co-create this dream home. And then he's going to give me a blueprint. Maybe nowadays you can, you can actually give me computer renderings of what it's going right, to look exactly. like. Right, exactly. And again, this is technology that, that, that makes it available, right? And then and then once I've had that, and of course, you got to hire the engineer also to make sure that everything that's actually going to not fall apart, right? right? The structural, you know. Everything's sure in its that, right place, yes. Yeah, yeah. they've done the calculations uh-huh. to make sure that all the, the structural stuff is in place. Mm-hmm. And then you take that information, you go, Mr. Contractor, here you go. Now Mr. Contractor is going to go, thank you. Because now he's got a map. Yes. He's got a blueprint. And, and also he can cost it out because he's got the blueprint of how much, you, you know, you know, he can't exactly. give you a, it's going to cost you that. And then you find out the materials that you're wanting, you know, pure marble from Italy. You know, it isn't in that calculation. But, you know, going back to your architect, if you don't build up a relationship with your architect and he's not asking the right questions, you're not going to give the right answers. You're not going to get the right plan. So, you know, back yeah. to that building yeah. a relationship to know how the person can serve you, ask the right questions and be able to extract from your mind what it is you need. So yeah. just as like your system is there to make things easy for you to ask those questions, the architect is doing the same thing, even the contractor. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so to start to start with, when you're, and this is where a lot of people waste a lot of time and money, and they get frustrated because they don't know how to use the technology, is because they first of all didn't ask it the what what I call the what the why and the how. Mm-hmm. Right. They start with the how. The how is the contractor, the contractor, the technician. Right. So, what am I building? Yeah. Why? Um, why? <laughs> yes. Right. And whom for? How. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and the how that's yeah. that's tertiary. That's that's yeah. a third. That's a third question you're asking me for. So a lot of people ask me, well, you know, what CRM do you recommend? That's that's the number one question I get for people, and, and my answer is always it depends because I don't understand. I don't know your business. I don't know what it is mm-hmm. you're trying to achieve. I don't know what what are the things that you're doing in your business. What's important to you? Um. May, may I may I share a graphic with you? Yes, really please do. And for people who are listening, we'll put the graphic up on his show page. 
Yeah, you, I need you to give me uh, sharing access. Oh, sorry. Yes. Where are we? Share screen. This will bring a little. Okay. Oh, you're sharing your screen. Oh, I'm sharing my screen. Okay, we don't want to do so, that. <laughs> well, you gotta go to you gotta go to security. Right. And, uh, Hang on, I've got to get back to it. It's not letting me go back. Come on, let me go back. <sighs> yeah, I've got too much open. Come on. Yeah, just go. give me a little green bar and say exit. I know I'm trying to get back to the green box. It won't let me go back to the big oh, size. Okay. <laughs> uh okay, come on, come on, come on. What are you doing? Well, A, I'm going to come out of that right away. Ah, I can't come out of that. So, Zoom, yeah, what are you doing? There you go. Yeah, click on the right one. Meeting control. Sharing screen. There we go. I don't know what the hell it's doing here. Sorry about that. Go back, go back to your Zoom. I'm in my Zoom here. I'm just trying to get, press the big one. And all it wants to do is do that. Oh. Come on. I use Zoom all the time. Why are you being no, so go, go back to the Zoom icon uh, and click on the right one, meeting controls. And now you should have popped something up that says stop sharing. Meeting controls. It, ah, stop share. There we go. It has come up. Good. Now we go back to share screen. One now participant, go to your, multiple, multiple one. Now you should have it. Okay, let's see. Sorry about that, folks. There we go. That's all right. That's <laughs> So when you when you're looking at your business, think of it think of it as uh, the as I call this the, your your business process flow, right? Usually you start off with marketing. That's how you generate leads. Uh, then it goes to sales. This is what you do with those leads. Your onboarding process is how do you start working with each other? Once you've got everything you need and you can start working together, then you go into fulfilling your 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 on whatever products or services you sold them. And this is a big one. This is one that a lot of people don't really realize. And it's a huge one is I call the re-engagement process because mm -hmm. it's a lot more expensive to find customers here than here. Yeah. yeah. If somebody's already worked with you, um, how can you continue to offer them products and services so they continue to buy from you? Right. Or right? if not, not buy, refer. Right. Well, this is this is more about how can you, because here's the thing. If you work with a customer and you do your service and then you have to move on to the next one, then you have what's called a 100% attrition rate. And you always have to come back here to continue finding customers. Right? This is your social media. This is your funnels, marketing, however it is you're doing to generate leads. Right? Um, there's always something when you when you fix a problem for a client by law, you create a new one. A new problem? A new problem. Well, it's kind of, this has served me well, but now I need the next step. Exactly. Right. You know, even if, even if, 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 if everything's working fine and you're doing here, at some point you're making a lot of money. Now you need a good accountant. You mm -hmm. need a good keeper. Next phase. You need a good attorney to ensure that all this hard work doesn't end up by, you know, somebody goes, unfortunately sues you or something happens. Right. Yeah. So now you got to start looking. So there's always a new problem that gets created and this is just business in general. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you're looking at the flow of your business, right. You, when your marketing process is working, um, and it's fine. It's best. Right. Really what you're doing is you're building, your know, like, and trust factor. You're building connections. You're consistently generating new leads. 
Now those leads have you have to sell to those leads. Right? Think of us think of it as think of marketing and sales as a relay race. Mm-hmm. Right? Marketing generates a lead. At some point it passes the baton over to the sales. Now the sales takes it to the finish line. If you want to look at this as a five-person relay race, once a customer says yes, now it goes on to onboarding. Mm-hmm. Onboarding takes it on to, okay, I have everything that we need to work together, right? Now go on, let's go into fulfilling on what you purchased. Mm-hmm. And then can we re-engage? Is there some, can, if I fix this problem for you, can I help you? fix the next one, or maybe I can refer you the next one. And then, you know, sometimes people have referral commissions, things like that. So there's things that you can do with referrals as well, right? When all these things are working properly, um, and as you're, as you're trying to make these more efficient and organized and productive, this is where you start looking for the holes, the, the leaks in the process, the leaks in the flow. And when I talk about leaks in your business process, there's two ways to fix them. One of them is people or technology. What did the, the, the right, get well, the right people to fix the, get get the right get the right personnel? If it's you're, you're overwhelmed, you know you're yes. getting you know you're getting you're you're doing really good at your marketing, and now you're you have so many calls that you can't mm-hmm. take them. All. Right. Now you got to bring you know, you got to maybe bring in a salesperson, yes, to help you with your sales, right? Well, if, if a lot of people do not prepare for success, do they? No, no, and this is where you have to look at each one of these parts of your business mm-hmm. separately, right? Mm-hmm. So when I talk when I talk about the leaks, right, the leaks are fixed either through people or through or, or through technology or sometimes both, right? So when you when you can plug those leaks, here's the thing: not all leaks are exactly the same. So if you think of the the, the diameter of a cork, mm-hmm. you can't just get a one inch cork and plug all your leaks. Right. You got to know right. what size is. Exactly. And how you permanent is it, or does it really need a full on repair? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So when, now, so when you can bring in the right person and the right technology, mm-hmm. the right diameter. Yeah. You can plug that leak and sometimes even, you know, well, not sometimes the idea is to plug it permanently. Right. Right. So that's where having the right technology and the right people comes in to, to ensure that these, these, these leaks in your processes, but you got to first understand what they are. Right. Right. You got to understand what they are, what happens at each step and then uh, ensure, you know, and you can, you can look at these and be very, very systematic about it. Step one, step two, step three. So a lead comes in through my LinkedIn. Great. Now I have to have a conversation. Then the next thing might be to set up a meeting. And the moment somebody says yes and goes to your calendar and books the meeting, that's now a potent. That's that's the initial conversation of a sales call, mm-hmm. right? And depending how you do that, so some people might have like a fifteen minute screening call, see if in fact there's a fit. Yeah. And then we can set up a separate call for us to, you know, have a sales conversation. Or maybe they can fill out a form, an application, things like that to see if there's a fit, right? If they get to over here, your marketing's done its, its job. Mm-hmm. Something in here said the customer, said to the customer, the customer says, man, I got to talk to Sarah. I think Sarah can help. 
Now that becomes a sales conversation. Right, right. And I think, you know, the word sales, and very often people get hung up on it because really, let's, let's face it, in the past, you know, the idea of a salesman was just somebody pushing their agenda on you, whether you wanted it or not. But sales has changed today, hasn't it? It's had to because it, it is more about building that relationship, really listening to find out what the person does need from you. And do you actually have what it is they need? It's not just about bottom line, dollar sign. You know, if you want to be referred, which is the greatest compliment a business can have. And you, you've been in real estate. My ex was in, in real estate. Um, after some time of building up his reputation, he got more sales from referral from people who are happy with him than, you know, necessarily his office. And so you want that in business as well, because when people talk about you happily, that is the best form of marketing you can have. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and again is, and then how do you, you know, when, when you're doing your sales, right, how are you more organized and productive? Mm-hmm. And if, if marketing is doing its job and all of a sudden you're getting a ton of leads, a ton of leads, a ton of leads, those are going to fall through the cracks, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, some of those sales could be worth millions of dollars, thousands of dollars, right? Depending on what products and services you, you um, not, not to mention how much money you're spending here, right? Yeah. In, in, in generating those things. Yes. And then this is where also keeping track of your numbers is because if you're spending thousands of dollars in, let's say, Facebook ads, and you can't track whether you close the sale mm. of a Facebook ad. You may be spending thousands and thousands of dollars on Facebook advertising that's not bringing you any sales. And then you go back and you can look at where are my sales coming from? And you realize, oh my God, they're coming from referrals. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I mean, maybe I, need, maybe I need to spend more time nurturing those referrals. Mm-hmm making sure that, you know, if you don't have some kind of a financial agreement that maybe every so often sending them a Starbucks card or right. even just a card saying thank you might go a long, long way. But you also might have something that you're selling that you think this is my clientele. And then through mm-hmm. the process, somebody else comes to you and you go, oh, no, that wasn't my niche. This is. So you've also got to be extremely flexible. And by having a system that is the building structure, it allows you to branch out in different areas than you would have thought of because the structures made it easier for you to do so. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, and the technology is just a tool. That's why when people say, well, you know, what, which platform do I get? Yeah. And it's like, well, let's first understand what your process is, uh, what you're trying to achieve, and, and how are we going to be able to help you be more efficient and productive, Right. Because uh, the the whole idea of technology is to save you time and mental energy. Well, that, that is that's what, what it is. Money. Yeah, we you know things like the phone. Um, are you finished with the um, with the yeah. screen? Um, you know, like with the phone, we've become so dependent on the phone that we've lost the art of conversation or connection. We're we're more connected with people on more platforms around the world but we're less connected with people because we've kind of given ourselves up to the um, the system, the technology, rather than having the technology and advance and enhance us in what yeah. we do. You know, we've become a slave to it. And this is the thing, 
technology is not the enemy out there. It's like some people like to look at it. It is there to be the worker for you, the worker bee, to allow you to do what you do more efficiently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and, if, and if you don't embrace it, I mean, it, it's just going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to get left behind. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the truth. You know, I, I, I just talked to a client not too long ago and she was still using paper files. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, we're having a conversation on Monday, but here's the thing is that the customer has to be willing to also, you can't make anyone change. No, you know, you can't, you can't make a leopard change its stripes. Right. right? <laughs> so I'm not, you know, as a salesperson, I'm not there to convince you to do anything. No, this you're, is where, you're, you're setting the stage. For them, yeah. right? And but they've got to be the player. They've got to step on it and take on that role. If I if I gotta convince you to do something, um, there's not a fit because you you know people are used to doing certain things. And and I always, I mean, I'm very upfront with people. I said, when you're starting to use technology, it's going to be hard. It's yeah. going to be confusing. It's going to be. Uh, my suggestion, first of all, is maybe bring bring in a virtual assistant that can make that transition a lot easier for you. Yeah. Right. And once and then, you see how the system works, then you can slowly take it over. No, not only that, you can um you can have that person do the hard things and mm. you can you can just go in and check in to see what's happening. So I'll give you an example. Um I had I, I worked with a client who was a salesperson. He was always on the phone, right? His job was to be on the phone literally eight hours a day. Right. Wow. And in between calls, he had a 10-minute break. Out of those 10 minutes, five of those were to, to, to uh, send a message to his, to his virtual assistant of all the things. Okay, I just completed a, a phone call with X customer. Here's what needs to happen. Blah, 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 blah. Quick two-minute uh, voice, uh, voice, voicemail. It was a, they, they use a technology called Voxer, right? Um, and then she goes into the CRM and then she puts in all the notes and she uh, and all the to do's and, and activities and anything that needs to happen in the future. So he's being super efficient because whenever the next call is with a client or he needs to know exactly what's going on with that client, he can just pull it up and there's everything, all the information is there. But it's, it's a lot like, you know, the doctors nowadays, they don't do paper anymore. It's all online. And uh, anybody that's needing to access that information hospitals this that etc can do so um because they make the notes and it's more so much so much e so much yeah. easier and instant you know compared yeah. to i'm waiting on the doctor in the mail two weeks ago but in the meantime your legs dropped off <laughs> yeah. Yeah. exactly exactly so that all, all that information is you know is available to you real time yeah especially you know imagine you're on the you're on a call with with a, with a customer and you're looking at your notebook and you're going Oh yeah, because I remember you talked to me, and this is what I'm doing. Like I'm, mm -hmm. a, yeah, I remember we spoke. And it's in my mind, I'm going, crap. Where is that note? Oh man, no, and you'll find it when you're not looking. But when you're looking, you can't find it for anything. Yeah, no. Supposed to click, like you know, Sarah. You and I spoke about you know ABC, and 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 I think that you know you were really having a problem with C, and and I think that based on that and our conversation, here's how we can help you in that specific thing. Right. Yeah. Um, I have a client that does something really interesting is he records all his conversations. That's, I was going to ask you that. Yes. And then he has, uh, you know, he, he uploads it into YouTube. Mm -hmm. now, YouTube does transcriptions. Right. Yes, of course. 
yes, I was looking for a program that did transcriptions and it wasn't working. And of course, I didn't think about YouTube. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Now, 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 it's not perfect. It's going to record all the ums and ums and all yeah. that stuff. But as a person, take that transcription, clean it up and give them a summary document. Excellent. And that summary document has all, all the important points in the conversation, uh, any action items to do, any specific things that they need to pay attention to. And now those become action items that get put into some kind of a reminder uh, software. Mm -hmm. um, not some kind of they they get they get sent as reminders, and they have we I mean we've automated this to where if they have a customer who call who is who contacts them who they have an initial discovery call with, they're automatically going to do three emails and two calls. And the day of, they get an email and a text from the system saying, hey, remember to call Sarah to talk about this and this. How cool right. is that? Very cool. Um, got an, another question with the audio, though, you know, like if you're recording it, it's sometimes really good to be able to send it to the customer as well. Yeah. Because they've got lost in the conversation. There's a lot to take in and they can replay it. And in that replaying, it, there very often comes the validation. Right. Yeah. Because the clarity, because you're in the conversation, you're getting stimulated, they get stuck on one thing. Uh, and this way they can hear it. They can hear the answers. They can hear everything. And go, Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, because it's also, let's face it, we've become quite an audio world where we're listening in the car or listening in between doing something as opposing the reading of it. So I think um, if you've got a, a sales thing and say, I am recording this and I will send you a copy at the end of the call, I think is greatly beneficial on both sides. Not, not only that, but think about if you're talking to someone and you're taking notes. Yeah. Right. I don't know about you, but I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Well, it, it um, you know, the thing is your head is down. Your and head if is you're down, talking to them on Zoom and people feel... Well, are they paying attention or are they, well, you know, doing a text? You yeah. know, I, do you? it is that eye contact. It is that person to person that people want to feel, you know. And what percentage, what percentage of that conversation are you really capturing? Yes. The other thing that can drive me crazy, people are busy typing while you're talking. Yeah. Because, and they think that you can't hear it. You can hear it. How do you show that people retain 10% of a conversation? Mm-hmm. When you record it, guess what? You retained a hundred percent. Exactly. Exactly. So even like, I mean, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a little trick that I use. Uh, whenever I'm putting together a proposal for a client, I go back and I listen to the recording. Yeah. Yeah. Because now I have a hundred percent of what it is that, that needs to be the language, specific language that needs to be in that proposal. That is a very, very big one because you may say, you know, um, to do this and use your terminology somebody yeah. else doesn't grab that terminology but they call it that mm -hmm. you know just like over new years i'm talking about bucks fairs what's bucks fairs it's, you call it mimosa <laughs> you know? so it's just a being able to identify how they call things and address it in that mindset rather than demanding that they understand your terminology for it and if you have a process, again, I go back to always go back to process and system. You have a process to what happens every time you have a discovery session with a client. How you you know you record the conversation? Can you know do you do you like with this client? Like we we set up this whole entire system for them, right? To set up the conversation to because they were just they they were just taking the transcript. Mm. 
said, maybe think about having somebody summarize this transcript. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and they got some, they got somebody for like $7 an hour in the Philippines. And that's, so that's all they do. Right. And then we're able to take that information and, and put it in places where it's easy to find. Right. Inside of, inside of the technology. Oh, So, well, what's what's so good about what you have with your thing is that it's one system that can create a file with every aspect that you need for that one person in one file, uh, but easily accessible with all of their information there and not like, but where did I put that? Right. It's Yeah, all yeah. together under one umbrella. And then that's where really architecting that system and thinking about all the different things, because again, you know, what, where do you find the information? So that that's what we're working on right now. So they can, so when the salesperson at the end of the day is on the phone with the client and these are, and this particular client, his, his sales cycles are very, very long because they do a lot of government contracts. And if you know anything about governments, it's just government Mm basically -hmm. <laughs> slow to puts a stop. out, yeah, they, they, they put out these, these jobs and then you have to request what's called a request for a proposal. And then it goes through this long period, typically, Months you know, and months. from when they, when they put it up on a website to when you actually get the contract, it could be, it could be a year. Yeah. And then how do you keep track of that on post-it notes? I mean, it's impossible. You don't have Yeah. a spreadsheet. Yeah, it's impossible. Right. Yeah. I mean, most most of your listeners are not going to have you know that level of sophistication, but you'd be surprised how just having a few things, something as simple as even having your your calendar program just integrate with a with a spread with a with a Google Sheet. Mm -hmm. So when your customer fills in that information, it automatically goes into that. Right. The next step would be the CRM. How do you get that directly into the CRM so we can have notes, we can send emails. You know, when, when I send an email to a customer, I know they open it or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. Um, you know, we, we are saturated. It doesn't matter what line of work you're in. Then there's, you know, getting to and throw from business that takes time. Everything takes time from you. You know, when we used to do sales back in the day, if we saw one or two people a day, that was a big deal because we had to drive to the appointment. Then you're waiting to see the person and you see the person and then, you know, drive back. Now, because it's easier with technology and we don't necessarily go see people face to face anymore, we do it this way. We think that we have to take on more people. Uh, we do have more options to take on more people, but you know, at the same time, we need to pace ourselves. And if we've got something, a system that everything, you know, everything about that one person is there, and you know they're not ready. You know, we're we're very very tired of salespeople pushing something on us before we're ready. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But but when we are ready, we can come back to someone and say, you know, I'm ready. And instead of them saying, Who are you? They've got the file of everything in front there. And it's like, okay, well, we discussed ABC. Is that still current to what you're needing? And would you, is there something else that you'd like to go in? And immediately they feel, oh, you remember? You heard? You're, you know, you're interested? I mean, you've already, the, the trepidation of, I've got to go with someone I don't want to. What if I, I'm, but you already have set that up, that relationship. And now you're ready to actually give them what they need. It's like, for a lot of people who are looking. Yeah, and you you'd be surprised how many times. I mean, to me that was a huge partnership because I had that same conversation. Well, if I'm too pushy or this and that, Mm. and you'd be surprised how many clients actually thanked me that I stayed on them. 
Right. But I stayed on top of them. There's persistence and not pushiness. Exactly. Right? And that's that's the fine line. Pushy is imposing, right? Yeah. You know, uh, being persistent, have a little nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Are you ready yet? Or I'm just here when you're ready. You well, know, it's, it's, it's a different the, tone. Finding that middle, finding that middle ground. So, yeah. for example, with the insurance agent that I told you about, she never called. And like literally, I, I mean, it was literally a hundred. Like, yes, you're going to get my business. I never heard from her. Right. Right. Because Fetch. she didn't she didn't have anything to remind her. Hey, give Stephen a call. You know, probably not October first. Well, actually, with insurance, it's at the end of the month, so you could contact someone. But how nice is it to, mm-hmm. you know, get any get a, a text or an email or a phone call from somebody, you know, middle of September, say, Hey, Stephen, you know, I know your insurance is about to to expire. Um, let's set up a time. And and nowadays, you can do all that through email electronically. So it's gotten yeah. even easier to do that. Yes, exactly. We we don't really have the excuses. All we have to do is is be willing to learn the assistant uh, the systems. That if we're going into a new job, it doesn't matter how qualified you are in what you do. Every uh-huh. company has its own system, and you're going to take the first couple of weeks of getting to know who is who, what's the system, getting into a routine, incorporating yours and theirs together. So basically what you've done is you've provided that system that they can take a couple of weeks to get to know and use, and then it incorporates their expertise in with it. And, uh, and now you're ready to really go. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and it, is, it is a lot of work up front to get it set up. Um, but that's why you hire somebody like me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually set it up for them. And the analogy I give to people is like, if you, and this is where, uh, when people, they say, they, they say, okay, they go to Facebook and they say, okay, what's here and do you recommend? And now they get 20 different uh, yeah. answers and they, they finally pick one. And then what happens is, um, you know, think about this little device. A little right? phone. Your phone. Sorry. The, how many apps do you have in this thing currently? Way too much. <laughs> Way too much. <laughs> Way too much. How about how many of them? How many of them do you actually use? Exactly. You might use it now and again, and it's there for when I need to use it. But do you really need it? <laughs> well, which one do you use consistently? Yes. Right. Like for me, it's you know, it's it's Chrome, mm-hmm. it's app, it's texting, it's calling, emailing, mm-hmm. emailing. Right. Maybe five or six apps. Yeah. So if I so if I said, hey, I got this. I have this cool little new, new gadget that can replace your computer. If I tell you, and it can do 50 things, it can do blah, 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 blah. And I said, or I say, Sarah, what's most important to you that you use on your computer right now? Number one thing that you do, you're probably gonna say email, browsing, texting, maybe WhatsApp. And I said, well, what if I can provide you something that's that's that you can hold in your hand yeah. and that you can put with you everywhere and it'll do those five things and I'll set it up for you and I'll show you exactly how to do those five things. Yeah. And, you know, if I think for a lot of people, their calendar, you know, yeah. what, what is on my agenda today? And, yeah. you know, what am I, what have I got to do today that, that is mm-hmm. setting up my tomorrows as well? Not just for my appointment for today, but setting up my tomorrows. Oh, oh. Um, so-and-so, it's time to get in touch with them because it's already a reminder there in the calendar and now you can go and do that. And it's not like, what was I meant to remember? Uh, you yeah. know, who is this person? You know, uh, 
we are saturated and something that just takes that burden off us that you know again allows us to do what we do best without you know the headache they, the, it's the, the headache the, the, that gets to us. What I want your viewers to get, yeah, exactly. What I want your viewers to get out of this example is that you don't need all the 50 apps. Right. You don't need to learn all the 50 apps. And so when you get a new technology, mm -hmm. the overwhelming part is when they, when, when they go into what it does and it says, oh, my God, it does all those 50 things. Wow, imagine my thing does those 50 things. I'm set. I don't need anything else. And then they go in there and they have to learn 50 things. Yeah. Right. As opposed to the three, four or five that are crucial to what they do. Yeah. Right. So when I work with clients, I, you know, I bring that point home is like, yes, you're getting this new system, but you don't have to learn the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach you what you need to know to be productive right away. Right. And then, okay. you know, as you go, you, you may go, okay, I need, I need this other app now. And it makes sense instead of being senseless. Now, like, now, oh, I heard I can order food. Yes. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already used to using it for my email. Yeah. And, you know, I'm used to, you know, using the, you know, just the whole, I'm used to using it already for those five things. If you start adding little by little by little, okay, great. It's and not intimidating, where, right? Exactly. Yeah. This is where, this is where I talk about, this is where you re-engage your customers. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I set the system up to, to look at your sales process, right? We, we're, we know we're capturing leads, we're following up, we have reminders and, and all the things you need to be efficient with your sales process. Now let's look at your onboarding. Mm -hmm. This might help you do onboarding or it may not, but we can maybe integrate that with something else where this is still you receive your information. The integrate the 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 onboarding is happening something it's doing it's it's doing its thing, but you're still getting data back into this. So this all kind of, whether you're doing it on the phone or on your computer, everything marries together anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll give you an example. Um, I have a client who does, she's a, she's a virtual, she, she does a CFO work. She's a virtual CFO. She'll go into your, uh, into your business. And instead of you having to spend $150,000 a year to hire a CFO, she'll come in and act as your CFO. Her sales process was, you know, she would do all these discovery calls and then, uh, and that might that might take two or three calls, and then at some point she would send a proposal, mm -hmm. right? Well, she could go into her CRM and know exactly when the proposal went out. Yeah, if the customer opened the proposal, mm -hmm. whether they said yes or no. And then whether a deposit, if they said yes, if the deposit was made. Normally, that was three different pieces of software that she had yeah. to go into to check all these different things. Now, basically, everything is in one dashboard where she can go in and say, okay, all this stuff was sent in. From a manager owner standpoint, she doesn't need the details of going into the third software. She just needs to know, oh, proposal was sent, accepted, rejected. If it's rejected, well, now let's go and dig into why. Yeah. If it's accepted, great. Now let's go and and fulfill on this process. So now what we're done. Now the next thing we're going to work on is is work on more on her fulfillment and automating a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is where I continue to always work with clients because I fixed the original problem. Right. So always keep that in mind. Is like how can you serve your customer the next and the next and the next. 
And if you can't have, obviously, people in your team, this is where networking and, and having a team of associates that may be able to help your clients with something else that you can't, but you're still a valuable resource to your customer. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. As I said, we've taken on so much more in today's world than we used to. Um, and we also, you know, in everybody's in an economic challenge at the present moment and that's not going to go away anytime soon yeah. and so people are pulling in the you know bootstraps or belt straps whatever it's called uh, and that means they've got to run their businesses more efficiently and mm -hmm. uh, that means that that sale that used to be oh there's this much over for the gravy you know it's only the salt now not the gravy so you want to be efficient and the more that you are in service of someone when somebody feels that service, the feels that you care, is really organized, um, is stepping up to the plate with clarity, A, B, C, D, because they've got the information. You feel, okay, yes, I can invest uh, or I can work with these people because they will save me time and yeah. they will save me money and they will help me be more productive. And that is what we need to, uh, each and every one of us in our sales, no matter what you're doing, um, is that productivity is only going to be as good as the the structure process of everything in line? Yeah, yeah, no, because we we've talked we've talked about the non technical people. Um, what about what I call the people that are technically what I call technically courageous? Mm -hmm. You know, they want to go in. They they can you know, I can figure this out. I can figure this out. I can figure this out. And then for those people, yeah, I get that you're technical and I get that you're good at what that, that you're good at what you do, but at some point, what is the highest and best use of your time? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Um, and and is that is trying to learn, you know, you can learn the 50 apps on this, or you can even learn the five that we talked about, but how much easier is to somebody just say, okay, here's your system. This is what you need to learn in order to use it. Um, we can certainly have more advanced training. Because sometimes, well, best advice is sometimes when you need to speed up, you got to slow down. Oh, yeah. Right? Go yeah. back, go back, go back to basics. You know, yeah. one of them. Stop running, of, stop walking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, um, you know, even if you talk to any any athlete, that's at the top of their game, mm -hmm. they still continue to practice the basics, the fundamentals. In everything, in, like you did the analogy of brushing teeth and all of that type of thing in the morning, you know, it's there are certain routines that should be in place because be. they, you know, they, that, that foundation of setting up the energy, setting up the mindset, setting up uh, your whole productive um, space there. And the more and more you have a system that works for you, mm -hmm. then the more and more you can go and do what it is you need to do and understand, you know, at the present moment, I've got a really good client here that needs more time from me and I can do that because yeah. I'm not wasting my time elsewhere on mm -hmm. trying to catch a fish or organize a fish. Am I going to fry it? Am I going to poach it? You know, it's, yeah, that's it makes how, it easier. That's exactly. That's how business becomes not fun anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're doing, you're doing everything yourself. And again, if you're if you are a solopreneur, that's where technology can really help uh, to to make things easier. And the things that you might spend 20, 30 minutes an hour on now, they can be done in five minutes. 
Right. And yeah, as you said, that eighty percent going back. What can yeah. you do with that eighty percent? I mean, your business, you could certainly, you know, be you know looking for the people that you want to do business with. Uh, instead of going, where am I going to find the next client? You're, you've got the time now here to really look for the kind of client you want to have, because it's just giving you that time. Not only that, but you can you can go back and look at. Um, you know, I hired a coach recently and one of the things, one of the things she had me do is I want you to go back and look at every person that hasn't closed that is still a potential client. Mm. Also go back and look at every client that said no and see if maybe there's a potential for you to re to engage them now. Yeah. Right. Took me two minutes to run that, to, to run those two reports. Right. Two minutes to go yeah. back and say, okay, so now I can go back and I can take all the people that said no and I can maybe put them back into a marketing campaign and yeah. just start seeing value-based marketing like newsletters, you know, tips, yeah. tricks, things like that, right? Because you, you just never know. You just never know when you're well, going to... It goes back to timing again. If it Maybe mm -hmm. it was the wrong timing or maybe your product was the wrong product for what they needed at the time. But who says that they don't need it now? And you won't know unless you take the time to reach out to them. And exactly. if you haven't got all that information from them beforehand, you're mm -hmm. starting all over again. And then they realize, oh, they've already spoken to you and they're pissed off you don't remember anything. So now you've got everything remembered and you can really address it. And it sparks that interest in them because, oh, you remember. And, and the reason they don't follow up is because sometimes it's too much work. Yeah. They got to go and, and look through their whatever, yeah. you know, however it is that they gather information and, and take a look and see, and oh my gosh. And then, at some point it's just too too much too time consuming and they're just okay let's let's go to the next one yeah let's go yeah. to the next one rather than you know working with what you have in front of you now you've got a book that people can download it's the ultimate sales process playbook the step by step system to a never missing a sales opportunity again and people can get this from your website right Yep. Yep. Um, so you don't want to give you the URL. You're going to post that. Or... Yep. Well, you can give it for the people who are listening. Yeah. It's at automatemysalesprocess.com forward slash playbook. Now, what that is, is remember, I, I told you when I, when I work with clients, the first thing I do. So there's two steps in, in, in when I work with clients. Uh, first is what I call a sales process deep dive. And that's where we, where, you know, we understand your business, your sales process, how the lead comes in, you know, what happens to the lead when it comes in, how do you follow up, how do you make sure that that lead doesn't doesn't fall through the cracks, right? So we know we we figure out, we actually map out step by step what happens from when the lead comes in all the way to closing, mm -hmm. right? And again, that's that's where a lot of the mental energy, and that's where we find a lot of holes. Yeah. And, and sometimes lost revenue. Yes. Right. Because you may you may have customers that might not be a good fit. Right. So I'll give you examples. So I was working with a guy who uh, he he owns a fleet of food trucks and it's in the ice cream space. It's very it's, it's these delicious uh, funnel. Instead of like the traditional cones, there's these cinnamon funnel cakes. Mm. Very, very popular in Prague. He's from Prague. Um. And he has a catering business and that business uh, basically is people will call and he will bring his, his truck, park it in front of your office. And then you can have like an employee event. Right. Yes. Right. You know, so for him is ice cream. 
So he originally asked Lucas and needed some, some help with marketing. And just after a few minutes, I'm like, you don't have a marketing problem. You have a lead tracking problem. Mm-hmm. Way too many leads are falling through the cracks. This is a seasonal business. People are not re-engaging you every year, right? Um, and how do you how do you know which who's your ideal client? What's the sweet spot? So after we started working together, I realized that he was leaving a lot of money on the table because his sweet spot for him to park the truck in front of that in front of your office was 150 employees or $1,400 budget. Mm. Okay, so 150 employees. What if I have 50 employees? Can you help me? Well, I thought about it and I said, well, if at the end of the year I run a, we run a report and the report says there was 150 people, 150 companies with 50 employees, now would you come up with a product for those people? It's like, yeah, of course. Well, how do you how do you know where that data is? Well, I don't mm-hmm. know, right? So we were able to segment that data, and now we can generate reports and say, okay, based on the demographics and stuff like that, he actually came up with a product for between fifty to one hundred and forty nine employees. Right? We see you don't know what you're missing until somebody points to it. You know, like you're you're trying to scoop water with your fingers open, right? Yeah, you're missing would, opportunities. Right. These 150 people. Imagine having a send. Imagine having to put all those people into a spreadsheet and mm. typing all the stuff and stuff like that. Well, click, click, click. We can send an email and a text to those 150 people. Right. Right. To to, to yeah. And okay. So that was that was issue number one. Issue number two is how do you ensure that they don't call the taco truck for next year's event? Mm-hmm. He was like, um, I don't know. And I was like, well, if we if we're able to keep track of all the customers you had this year, can we set reminders like a month or two before? Right. Call them or email or text them to ensure that you're the person that they hire for the next year event. He was like, oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> No, because, you know, again, there's a lot of things he's thinking about recipes and ice cream and cones and, you know, yeah. is, is the truck all set up? And and let's face it, most of the time of business through, you know, the years, there's been multiple people with multiple roles. And even the CEO isn't, you know, handy at doing everything, which we've seen over and over again. So sometimes we do need those extra people or systems that can replace the people that make life easier for us. Otherwise... It gets too daunting and much falls through the sli- uh, through the cracks because you haven't got the system in place. You're losing business. And, and this, this allows you also for planning because you can, I mean, most of these companies, they start planning their events at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah. And, you know, if, if you can uh, get in touch with them and, and be part of that plan, uh, you're going to have a lot of, uh, you'll be able to get a lot of repeat business and you'll know in January. Yeah. Rather than somebody contacting me through my marketing saying, hey, I have an event in June uh, and this is going to happen like a month before and 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 all that. It's like, can you call them in January and be the guy for June rather than, you know, you're being proactive now because you have all that yeah. data. You have that information at the click of a couple of buttons. I would even do um, a thing forward uh, further. I would 
send them a Merry Christmas festive season in December and we'll be in touch in January and then follow yeah, I mean, up in it, January because now you've uh, already planted yeah. uh, oh that's yeah. nice I've heard from such and such and when you get back to them after the Christmas they're still in that festive mood you know they remember what you had <laughs> you'd be surprised how much you can automate yeah. you can automate even, even automatic postcards you yes. know, handwritten, handwritten postcards you can automate sending out gift cards i mean there's so many things that you can automate these days that you know it'll, it'll just you know run on autopilot yeah exactly the systems both. are there what you've done is taken them and put them together in a way that's going to work for the individual company uh, giving them all the structure and the foundation of everything they need and then as they need more as they grow what application they need next for that growth so right. you so, that's what so, really your work does Exactly. But the, the playbook that they're down, that downloading is really the initial step. Mm-hmm. It's doing all the finding in, in the front end because, you know, um, I can't build you a system unless I know exactly what your needs are. What is it? Exactly. Step yeah. by step. And then we can look and look at the system and say, okay, here's where we can implement technology. Here's where, can, here's where I would recommend maybe bringing in a, a, a tech, you know, an assistant. Here's where maybe we can... I think it makes sense for you to make to bring a salesperson now you have all this data. Right. And for the salesperson, it's making it easy for them because they know all the past buyers and they can continue with the system for the, all the future buyers. Well, and they have, you know, so so imagine, you know, this, you know, you had an event last year and in January you called you somebody, hey, Sarah, you know, this is so-and-so from the Prairie. I know that you, this, this is, this is the, the, the name of the company. Um, and, you know, you you did we 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 um, we catered your event last year. I'm just you know wondering where you at for next year. Right. Didn't it just save you a ton of time now? Yes. You're like, yeah. oh, awesome! I was gonna go find your information. What if you couldn't find it? You know, there's also the little tidbits that you can put in there if you're in that catering business. Uh, the such and such dish was such a hit last year. We're happy to do it again for you this coming year. And then they their taste buds remember, right? Oh, yeah, we want that again. Remember, there's all these lovely little nuggets that you can add in there that personalize it, that trigger memories, and that make, pe- make people feel there is a relationship here. You get me, you know what I need. Not only that, but now let's say, for example, it's somebody else now running the event. But you have the information of the company yeah. you get to the right person and you say, Hey, uh, you know, hey, 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 Gene, you know, I um I think Sarah's no longer with the company, but Sarah had contracted us for this event on, mm-hmm. on June. Are you guys doing that? Now she can just say, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. Rather than now you just took a whole bunch of work from her plate because she now she know now she's gotta go find the event. She has no idea. Who yeah. catered the last event? Now she has to go find that information. And, you know, you just save that person. You yeah. just save your customer a bunch of time. And this is where a lot of people don't realize how the importance of, of following up and mm-hmm. just saying, hey, I'm here for you. Right. Right. I'm here for you. We, worked, yeah. we worked together before. I'm here for you. Is there anything else that I can help you with? Is, you know, how's the system working? Mm-hmm. Is there maybe something now that we can add to it? So, you know, add the 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 seventh app if you will right. from, the, from the cell phone because now you know how to use your five apps here's a seventh app I'm going to show you how to use that the sixth and the seventh app 
and now you can be efficient with all seven now instead of having to earn all at the same time. At the same time, which, which you don't need. Exactly. And let's face it, folks, we, whatever business we're in, we need systems that make it easier for us, especially as so many businesses are now online uh, mm -hmm. and they are digital. And in the digital world is a wonderful way of staying in communication and following up and knowing, you know, having all that material at your fingertips. So whether you're an entrepreneur, you know, solopreneur or an entrepreneur of a small team or a big team, you know, this is something that, um, that you need because hell, anything that takes the burden off our shoulders of trying to remember something, following up, what does that person want? Were they this person, that person? It's all there. It's all automated for you. It's all there. Touch of your finger, the information is there. Mm -hmm. And you can go back to being personal with that person because you've got the information, you've triggered the conversation you've had with them before. Or if you've handed it off to George or Sally, they've got all that information. If they need to come to you and say, oh, I, you know, you wrote in your notes X, Y, and Z, it triggers a memory review. Yeah, yeah, they like this and they like that. Personalization. Mm -hmm. We all want that personalization. We want to feel we're important to the person we're doing business with, right? Exactly. We want to know you you really aren't just looking for the money, that you really do want a good business relationship here and we can count on you because you care. Yeah. People people are tired of, you know, the people that just want to make a buck and rah, rah, rah and sell, sell, sell. They're not interested in that. They want to know you hear me, you see me, you're there to help me, and let's let's be friends doing it because that makes it so much more pleasurable to do. And you can fulfill that by having one system with all their information in it that allows you to maintain that relationship on on that equal level and one that can grow even more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Bottom line of it. The site again, Malia, again, is automatemysalesprocess.com. And if they want the book, all they have to do is put slash forward playbook. Forward slash playbook. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're on LinkedIn as well. And, LinkedIn, um, and you go by your surname, S-L-O-G-R-E-I-R-A in LinkedIn. And those are your two main hubs where people can get hold of you, start a conversation. No, they, they can, they can, they can search for Stephen Q. Lagrera on uh, on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Okay, I haven't got the Q here. We'll talk about that. Oh, um, right. that, that, that that was a link. But if you if you if you search me, just look for. Uh, oh, okay. Right. Just I don't know if I guess in the recording. Um, you should be able to see like yeah the, the the links will be here on the youtube but not for the audio people but it's on your show blog and they come back to your show blog to get all that information so uh they get that um we want life to be we want to give people back their time we've taken up so much of their time in business and sales today we want them to have family time we want them to have the me time we want them to smell the roses life is about balance you know we shouldn't have too much of any one thing because that frozen out of balance puts too much strain on everything else so the more something can give you back your time to be more productive or spend more time with friends and family or doing something for yourself that rejuvenates you and you know i don't need to worry about that it's all in there so I haven't got hours and hours to prepare and where is this and where is that and what do I need to do? It's all there. I can uh, I can just click it open and there we go. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So it is what is needed if you really want to go. And folks, I'm sorry, I don't care what business you're in, small or big, systems that make life easier for you 
um, and makes you more efficient. Also incorporates your other teams because they can all have access to this. And if they're serving somebody in, in a, from a different aspect, they know whom they're serving and all the details on that. It's just that open format that anybody can add to. I serve them in this way. The information is there and it just, it's respectful. It's respectful to your clientele that you're ready to serve them because you remember what they need through the conversation that you've had. It's also respectful to for yourself because again, you know, kind of sitting there wondering, oh my gosh, where, where is that business card or mm -hmm. which, you know, where's the post-it note or, or where did I, you know, just that one thing alone, that's when people just, just, just give up. And also, again, you'd be surprised how thankful clients who really need you. Yes. Who really need your services, but they're not ready for you yet. How important and how grateful they will be when you take the time to just check in and say, hey, how's it going? Um, you know, just checking in to see how things are how things are going. Would you like to would you like to set up another conversation? I'd like to know where you're at now. Right. It's right. not about the selling and the pitching. It's really about the, you know, just that friendly business of checking in. Right. Yeah. I'm still here for you. When you're ready, I'm still here for you. You know, your, the, client, your clients need you. Yes. Yes. The need is on both sides. You're doing each other a favor, mm -hmm. so to speak. So you're serving each other. And mm -hmm. uh, the more efficiently you can serve each other, the more chance there is of the repetitive business. Yeah. And referrals. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Never underestimate a good referral. It's better than any of your Facebook advertising. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much for being here today and sharing Thank with us. Yeah, a good way to start off the year for people who are going, I'm going to do this this year. Get the system done first, and then it will make you be successful. So thanks so much, Stephen, and to everyone out there. See you next time. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You'll see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.